Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey there, Bills fans. Welcome back to another episode of Believe, a Bills fan podcast. I'm Jamie D'Amico, and I am here today flying solo, just like John Boccasino did last week. It's what we do sometimes. We get each other's backs. I was on vacation. He's on vacation. But we're still bringing you all the Bills content you can handle on every Sunday as we've been doing for, well, over a year now. Anyway, the topic today is one that I wish we didn't have to keep discussing because it leaves me feeling gross more than anything. But since it's back in the news, I wanted to discuss a little bit about what's going on with Matt Ariza as he's back in the news. So if you recall, the Buffalo Bills spent a late-round draft pick on Matt Ariza in 2022. And some things came down. He ended up not on the team before they even got to training camp. Well, we're going to talk about this because he is making the media rounds right now. And there's some people who are pretty fired up about the situation. But before we get into that, I would really like to do some housekeeping and present you with some facts. And I think that we need to start with vocabulary. Because I keep hearing that an underage woman is making accusations. Well, underage woman is an oxymoron. The woman involved was 17 years old. And if a person is underage, they are not a man or a woman. There are boys, girls, or minors. So you cannot have sex with an underage woman or minor. That is rape. So we just need to get that out of the way because how we address this actually does make a difference. Okay, another housekeeping point. In California, the age of consent is 18. Now, unlike other states such as New York where all they have to do is be a minor and prove that they are a minor, and then the person with whom they have had the relations is guilty. In California, you need to prove that the that the person involved knew the victim was underage. So that actually plays out well from the perspective of Matariza. But since... Matt Ariza has been in the news lately. There's been a great deal of misunderstanding where it stands. And let's clear a couple things up factually, just so we're all on the same page here. 
Matarazzo was at a party where he admitted to having sex with a 17-year-old. That was admitted when he was um, actually being recorded by the police. Uh, there was then an accusation of a gang rape, a situation in which Ariza was accused of partaking. Now, recently, the reason that this has come back into the news is that a transcript, transcript was released, and an eyewitness, who I think might have even been the accuser, said that Ariza was not a part of the gang rape. Now, these cases are traditionally very difficult to prosecute. And the DA has declined to press criminal charges at this time. But that's not the same as being exonerated or a judge throwing the case out. The investigation is still actually ongoing. And because of that, he has not yet been cleared. Now, see, that's that's what I think has been extremely confusing to a lot of people is they believe that he's been cleared of any and all wrongdoing and that that's not the case. It was just a transcript that was released. There has been no judgment in this situation yet. <sighs> Again, it's awkward to talk about, isn't it? <sighs> now, I realize that people are breaking down into camps. It's like Team Accuser, Team Ariza. And I'm really trying to take all of that out of this conversation for now. But now let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. Because that's why this is relevant. Tim Graham, who is absolutely one of the best in the business, has been giving some insight on Twitter regarding this subject. And He's reporting that the team felt misled or lied to by Ariza. And I think it was even Brandon Bean who said that Ariza didn't disclose the situation to them in the pre-draft process. So Tim Graham also has done some reporting on the internal thinking at One Bill's Drive. An organization, mind you, that was at the time headed up by a woman. And that's that the players and people in the front office looked through it through the lens of having their own mothers and sisters and daughters. And whether this was a person that they wanted around. And ultimately, after having those internal deliberations, they decided to cut him. And this was right before training camp last year. And initially, there was a strong sentiment in favor of the move and even criticism of, uh, of the team for not moving faster. And by the way, this is a topic that Tim Graham covers in his podcast, Tim Graham and Friends, and I suggest you give it a listen. He's a senior writer at, um, at The Athletic and was a former Buffalo News reporter. Uh, he brought onto his podcast a sex crimes expert to discuss the possibility of charges. And when it comes to the team not moving faster, he sort of explained why their their hands were tied and they couldn't at that point uh, cut him sooner. So if you really want to educate yourself, give Tim Graham and friends uh, a, a listen because I, I think you'll probably learn a lot from it. I, I certainly have. Anyway, I, I digress uh, for a minute. Now that the transcript was released, because again, that's what brings us to this point, we're seeing a lot of misleading headlines about Ariza's innocence. 
And we don't know if he's innocent yet because the case is still open. We, we can only hope, it, hope that nothing more unsavory than what we already know, which is him having sex with the girl, happened. But now people are coming to his strong defense, saying the team should have never cut him, that false accusations have ruined his life, that he deserves due process. And of course, he deserves due process. And technically, he's getting that. That's what the legal system is for. Uh, Also, again, we don't know what's true. We weren't there. And I hope that the accusation is false. But now I want to discuss my opinion on the team cutting him. It was the only move the team could have made at the time. I said that back in July, August last year, and I stand by that. Here's the reason. The Bills were odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. It takes years of building an organization and laser focus to get to that point. What every team in that position wants to avoid are distractions. Distractions can derail an entire organization, and that's what Matareza would have been last year, a huge distraction. And why do I say that? Well, can you imagine, after every practice and every game, microphones being put in the faces of Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Von Miller, the leaders of this team, and reporters asking, so what do you think about this Areza kid? You think he did it? Would you leave your teenage sister alone with him? And these are honest questions that I think people would want to know the answers to. And that would happen. So how can you stay focused when you're getting these questions about a rookie punter, not somebody who has relationships in the building yet, and not even a player at a valuable position is creating that kind of heat for everyone else to answer to. Sean McDermott has to answer those questions. Brandon Bean has to answer those questions. His teammates didn't want it. So the front office did the only thing they could do. They eliminated a distraction. And look at the current situation. There are 31 other teams that have not signed him. Now, again, I hope that he is fully innocent of these ugly accusations. I I hope that he gets a chance to play again. But in the meantime, I'm really glad that this unsavory situation is nowhere near my team. I I don't want it for the Bills. This is a tight-knit group. And when you have something that's hanging over them like a dark cloud... It pulls at people. You end up with the people who are like, no, it's fine. I love the kid. He didn't do it. You have other people that say, I don't care if he did it or not. I believe the accuser. You should, and let, let me talk about this for a minute. You should always believe accusers. You should always take their accusations seriously. And you should also always be mindful of the due process aspect of things. Matareza's getting due process by going through the legal system. Okay, final note here. I want to talk about Tim Graham now. Tim Graham 
like I said, he's the best in the business. He has connections inside One Bill's Drive that nobody else has. He's a great follow on Twitter and a great writer for The Athletic. I'm noticing that a lot of people are going after him as though he's the person that has been making the decisions for the Buffalo Bills. And he has stated he hasn't given any opinions on the subject. He's just reporting what he's hearing from One Bill's Drive. And you may be mad about how the system works, but you're not mad at Tim. You get this straight. He is human. His opinions are going to come out eventually. But right now, Tim is giving you the facts on Twitter and through his podcast. So don't kill the messenger in this process. If you want to know what the team is thinking, ask Tim. But don't accuse him of pearl clutching and, you know, leading the charge against Areza. He's never actually said anything against the kid. He hasn't even written about the situation. Anyway, that does it. I hope that maybe you gleaned a couple of tidbits of facts along the way. And I uh, did, again, want to give my opinion uh, on the subject of the team's decision to cut the player, not not the rest of it, because I don't have anything other than the facts that have already been placed. I don't have any real strong opinion on that aspect. I just hope that this works out well for everybody involved. Anyway, I'm Jamie D'Amico. You can reach out to me. Tell me how stupid and wrong I am on this subject uh, by... Adding me on Twitter at the Jamie D'Amico, J A M I E D A M I C O. Next week, John Boccasino is going to be back. We will be giving you another show as we do every Sunday. So, for the venerable John Boccasino and myself, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week on. Believe a Bills fan podcast.